1: The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA. This is Sports Day.
2: Good afternoon and welcome to Sports Day SA. Uh, This is the summer edition. It's the 1st of November Paul Bonzer is back across the summer with uh, my good friend, Daniel Menzel. Menz, it's great to be back in the studio, isn't it?
0: Bonzer, it's great to be back for the summer edition of SENSA. Uh, we did it last year and we, yes. we did it for a large portion Big of chunk. last year, but we're going to do it for the entirety of this summer, which I'm looking forward to so much. There is, I mean, look, I love the AFL, I love the winter sports, but I just feel like there's so much more in summer. We've, we've got the crickets, we've got the strikers here, you've got your 36ers, you've got your a Adelaide, United, and I love all the American sports, which we will also get into
2: and it's warm and that also That's, helps you know everyone's in a happier mood when it it's makes warm. a big difference uh you could be part of the show as well you can get involved uh thanks to just quality home improvements the open line 1300 736 736 give us a call or text in on 0427 154 166 or just go to the SEN app click the text button and you can text in and the text machine's been running hot already well not really but i'm sure there's something coming in soon um time for the hot topic men's thanks to ira save time and water ira is here ira offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions and as we kick off here bonds with the hot topic
0: Let's start with the World Series, the Major League Baseball World Series. It is Texas Rangers taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, I mentioned this last week, Bonds, that these two teams would have been paying 101-1 to to win the World Series this year. Two teams that you've never really heard of. They've never really been up the top of the table. Well, they made it all the way through to the World Series. And the Texas Rangers are up 3-1 to in the World Series with Game 5 tomorrow in Arizona. If they win tomorrow's game they win the world series which will be rather incredible the other thing that is amazing about this is they had to come through the wild card round to make it there they have played 10 away games this year and in all 10 of those games in the playoffs that have been away from home they are 10 and 0 they haven't lost. It's incredible, isn't it? They haven't lost when they've been in an opponent's home diamond, which is staggering. Uh, and so tomorrow is in Arizona. It's the last game in Arizona. If they need game six and game seven, we'll be back in Texas. But I think what you'll see is I think Arizona might bounce back tomorrow. But 10-0, away from home, why would you back against the Texas Rangers? they just got to – the D-backs just got to win. No, they do. And the thing I, I love about baseball, it's not that big here in Australia. But what I'll say with the baseball is the World Series. Is nothing like anything else. It is far and above so much better to watch than the regular season in baseball. So, for your casual fan or your casual viewer, don't watch the 160 odd games there is, but tune into the World Series. That's the one that the atmosphere over there, they do it so well uh, in the World Series, in the baseball, just as they do in the NBA, which is also kicked off last
2: week. And boy, your Celtics are up and about. Uh, we're just keeping a lid on it at the moment. Uh, three and zip, uh, we're going along nicely. Um, re- made a couple of nice recruits. I was yeah, very, very happy to get Drew Holiday. I wanted across. to ask you about
0: that. Yeah. So Drew Holiday comes in, but so does Kristaps Porzingis. Yep. That to me, when I saw that, I thought, okay, they've been so close now for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Does that put them over the top?
2: Uh, I I think it puts them in contention. Con- well, favoritism. Yeah, it has to. They they are they are one of the teams that can win it this year, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say it has to make them the favorite, but. Then I've just watched the reigning champs play the last week, the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, 4-0. They haven't lost yet. No. And they're playing away from home against good teams and they're just making it look easy. So they they have been dominant so far. They have the highest point differential in the league at 14.3 points over their opponents. So they are going to be tough to beat. The Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic team hasn't lost a game either. They're 3-0. and So there's a few interesting ones to watch out for in the NBA. James Harden. He got traded to the LA Clippers uh, yesterday. So the LA Clippers now, they're starting five. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Yes. Four of their five starting five. Yes. That is a
2: super team. And it brings Harden and Westbrook back together. And uh, is it going to work? See, that's the thing. When you bring all these champions together, all these guys want the ball. They (laughs) want to touch the ball. And if they don't touch the ball... They get grumpy.
0: It is a fantastic point. And one of the reasons why it is, is they've traded out a few guys, Marcus Morris, a couple others. But Robert Covington, who starts in their starting five, he is known as their defensive player. He's the yes. one who stops the best player from yes. the opposition team. He's now been traded out for James Harden. Yes. So your best defensive player is gone. Who's going to match up on the best players and, from
2: the other team? And they've probably brought in the worst defensive player in the whole Correct. of the NBA And James Harden. He does not play defense. He, yeah. Occasionally, yep. he, when he thinks about it, occasionally he puts an effort in.
0: The Milwaukee Bucks, 2-1, they brought in mm. Damian Lillard. So that was huge. He stayed at Portland his whole career, but he's gone to the Milwaukee Bucks. So they've got Giannis Lillard now and Chris Middleton. So they are going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. Uh, it's a sneaky team that might do some damage The Sacramento Kings. Just watch out for them. I really like their starting five and what they've done as well. So the NBA often running
2: for this season. Do you like the way that teams... Are basically pilfering the best players from other teams and building stronger teams. Do you like the fact that there's a, a bit, there's a bit of a divide, isn't there? It's spread out a bit more now because the talent pool is a little bit wider, and they and, but but the really good teams are just getting better. If they want to get if they want to get better, they just bring in a, a superstar.
0: They they definitely are, but it's not necessarily coming to fruition. And the reason being is, I mean, we haven't even mentioned the Phoenix Suns, so. I've got Bradley Beal with Devin Booker, uh, Kevin Durant there as well. Chris Paul went to Golden State. But the reason being is the Nuggets last year weren't the super team. No. They beat all the super teams. So it's showing that, yeah, you might have these good offensive players, but it doesn't necessarily mean it will work because the Miami Heat, they're not a super team. They made it to the finals last year. So we are seeing uh, those teams go well, but not quite be able to capitalize on it and make it work. The LA Lakers, an interesting watch this year. But Victor wembanyama have you seen any of the number one draft pick for the San Antonio Spurs? I think most
2: people have seen uh, big Victor. Seven foot three. And if you haven't, just get on YouTube, just Google his name, do whatever you need to do. And if you haven't seen any of it, what have you been doing? But Victor Webinyama, seven foot three, he plays like he's your height, men's. What what about when he dunks the ball? He's so yep. tall that he just runs up and
0: just puts it in the hurt like doesn't even jump off the ground.
2: Yes, his wingspan is bigger than most people's height. It's it's amazing. He's an amazing athlete. Uh, he's just a kid too. Yeah. He, he's, like he's, he's only young. You just hope he doesn't get any injuries because the upside
0: to him is going to be incredible. So, Well, that's the
2: fear, isn't it? Because he's such a light frame yep. and you see him uh, on the television and he is just, he looks a lot thinner. He, he looks like a cartoon character. They're nicknaming him the alien because there is nothing like him in the NBA. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, it's now, incredible. It
0: is. Um, and so, yeah, keep an eye out. We'll, we'll bring the updates on the NBA throughout this year. Yes. Uh, let's get to the World Cup, the ODI World Cup. Um, we're we're going to touch on it a bit more in next segment, but I just want to touch on last night's game. It wasn't one of the better games at the tournament. Bangladesh no. and mine have been the worst team in the tournament. I know that been disappointing, haven't they? They have. I mean, England's been far more disappointing, but Bangladesh is in ninth, England in tenth, but I just, I don't see Bangladesh beaten anyone. They made 204 last night and Pakistan came out. Did it comfortably. Three for 205. Uh, just far too good. And we might actually have a listen to their skipper, Baba Azam, on keeping their finals hopes alive.
3: Uh, yes, uh, we are uh, uh, trying to win all uh, the next two matches. And then let's see where we, are, uh, where we, where we are stand.
0: Uh, and yes, uh, we were trying to our uh, that uh uh, win and confidence in the next few matches. So that was Baba Azam, um, the captain of Pakistan there. And he mentioned it. That they're currently sitting in fifth position on the table. Mm-hmm. So they're behind India, South Africa, New Zealand and Australia. They are up against it. However, they do take on New Zealand in their next matchup and then England are finished. So if they win both, they might make the four. we
2: we'll will. talk. Yeah, we'll talk about more. we we'll are going to more depth about that uh, after the break. And Daniel Drew's here. On work experience, he's currently uh, cleaning the toilets, I think. So he'll be in in the second break uh, with us and we'll chat to all things cricket and all things ODI. Um, It's time for the good oil, Men's, And I'm really looking forward to this. Thanks to Coburn Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive, olive oil grown, harvested and cold pressed in northern Victoria. And the good oil today... Is that you are now a dad? Congratulations!
0: Oh, I am. Thank you, Bonds. It's uh, it's been an incredible week for myself and for my fiance Ashley. She's done an unbelievable job. Uh, so yeah, we had a boy Friday morning last yes. week. Um, so Bailey Jet Menzel, we've gone with us. Bailey today. Jet. I like Jet. Yeah, it's good. Strong name. It is strong. So uh, no, nah, things are things are really good uh, at home. Ashley's obviously recovering, but. Like I said, done an incredible job. And uh, so I've had a few days off and back into the studio tonight, which is nice. But um, I'll duck back off after the show and make sure everything's all good.
2: Are you still on cloud nine? Are you still up there?
0: Yeah, I think I got a little bit of sleep last night. I haven't really slept much for the first four days, but I got a bit last night. So it's sort of... I don't feel in that stage where you just sleep deprived and you're not sure what's happening. I feel like (laughs) I've started to get it together now. And um, it is, no, it's really cool. I mean, you do, you just sort of sit there and look at him and think, wow, that's pretty special. So no, it's all all gone really well and really healthy and uh, yeah, very happy.
2: How long before uh, you put a footy in his hands?
0: Well, I have got his little first footy phone thing. At home, oh, beautiful! So. <laughs> Haven't given it to him yet, so right. maybe maybe tomorrow. So days, yeah. We're talking. <laughs> That's great. Teach
2: him, young ones. Uh, that is the good oil. Congratulations to Men's uh, and Ashley. Um, they are proud parents of Bailey Jet, thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. We've got a lot coming up on the show. We're going to speak to Nicole Bolton, who is the assistant coach with the Adelaide Strikers and uh, also the Scorpions. She's moved over here, assistant coach's role, and it'll uh, be great to speak to one of the best cricketers ever played this game for Australia, Nicole Bolton, and uh, she'll be coming up shortly. And after the break, we're going to talk ODI World Cup. Thanks to Lumo Energy. Switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today and Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Back soon.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.
2: Welcome back to Sports Day SA, the summer edition. And you can be part of the show as well. Get on the Just Quality Home Improvements open line 1300 736 736 or text in on 0427 154 166. We're here for Toolkit Depot, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store or online. Time for our... World, Our ODI World Cup update, uh, courtesy of Henley Holmes, design with dropped prices, all the luxuries, and now seven-star energy efficient. Paul Bonzer, Dan Menzel with you, special guest in the studio, Daniel Drew from the Redbacks. Drewy, welcome.
3: Boys, thanks for having me.
2: Uh, it's good to have you in here. Now we're going to talk some uh, World Cup. It was a good result for Pakistan, and they're still keeping their... Finals hopes alive, man. But a big game tonight.
0: Yeah, huge game tonight. New Zealand taking on South Africa and Pune. So we've got South Africa in second position on the table, 5-1, and one, New Zealand 4-2. and two. Uh, The Kiwis actually lost their last couple of games as well. So a big game for them to consolidate their position in the top four, particularly with Pakistan winning. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, I really like what South Africa's doing. And I want to ask Drewy about this. Like, India is clearly the number one seed. Did you see South Africa being the number two seed and as impressive as they have been so far? Not originally. I actually probably had South Africa
3: being one of the unlucky teams to miss out. I reckon, um, but their side at the moment, I think you know their quality bowlers at the top, um, some good spinners, and their middle order batting is just pretty unbelievable and explosive. And I think in a one day format, that's exactly what you need. Yeah, it certainly is. So
0: tonight, then, do you think they'll get the better of New Zealand?
3: I'm actually 50-50. Yep. I'm not sure yep. w- which way it's going to go. Um, I think momentum's huge in a World Cup and in a tournament like that. So I think South Africa have that at the moment, probably on the better room. But yeah, I, again, I, I'm not sure it's a toss for a coin for me.
2: If Dukok doesn't make runs for South Africa, I know they've got a reasonably long batting lineup. but when he, when he does make runs, oh, they, sure. they always win. Yep. So is, is it important to get that breakthrough?
3: For sure. I think it's similar to David Warner, an Australian setup. Yep. You know, he makes runs. Most of the time Australia get the win, um, or definitely get a good start with the bat. So I think Quinton's obviously huge for them. I think he's leading the runs at the moment in the tournament. So if he gets off to a good start, um, yeah, they're going to win more games than not.
0: Yeah, it's a good point because Warner's the same. They both play over there in the IPL and it certainly makes a difference. markram has been good for South Africa, though, as well, making a few runs. Um, India, they're going to finish on top. It's, it's almost a foregone conclusion. Australia's currently positioned in fourth position on the table. How important do you think it is that they get up into that top three to avoid India in the first semi final?
3: Uh, yeah, that would be ideal, I think. Um, playing India in a semi-final uh, would be hard work. I think, obviously, Australia, from where they started in the competition, would be happy to just to be in the top four. Um, but, you know, they've got England next game who have been in some poor form and then maybe a couple of lesser teams to finish off. So, you know, hopefully they can get some momentum going into the last bit before the finals. Because
0: if they, and I'll follow up from that, if they do get to the semi-finals and win and then versus India in a final, surely all the pressure is on India. It's in India. It's just a one off game. That might be the game that India actually drops without losing a game throughout the whole tournament?
3: Yeah, final, anything can happen I yeah. think. Um and like I said, momentum going into it, you know, if Australia have a good win in the semi final, um, anything can happen. And I think yeah, I, I, I actually do think Australia will make the final. Um I hope they do, but if it's against India, yeah, it's obviously gonna be a tough fight.
2: Back on tonight's game, who's the most important player for the Kiwis? Is oh. it Mitchell?
3: I think Mitchell's a key. Um, Conway at the top? Conway's great. I also think um, Ratchin R- Ravindra. Uh-huh, Ravindra. Um, How good this kid. He's been, Yeah, he's been a bit of a dark horse, I think. He's only 23 years old. Um, bats and bowls, but I think just the way he's going around his batting, um, I think, yeah, he's caught everyone up with the way he's going. And I think, um, yeah, just his technique-wise, um, to bat at three and have a high strike rate um, with only playing a handful of games, I think he's definitely one to watch in the future.
2: And the, the composure. Oh, oh. Sorry, I was just going to say, man, the composure of that of Ravindra when just it just looks like he's been playing international cricket for ten years. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: that's something you can't buy as well, yeah. and um, he's great to watch. The good story team of the tournament, without a doubt, has to be Afghanistan. The three wins, three losses. Currently in sixth position on the table. A lot of people are surprised, but they could still make the top four. They take on the Netherlands, which you think they would beat. Then they play Australia and South Africa. They'll have to win at least one of those. I'm not surprised. Surely you're not surprised with the likes of Muhammad Nabi, Majib, and Rashid Khan. What's it like to one-face Rashid, but also with those bowlers over there in those conditions?
3: Yeah, it's great to see Afghanistan doing well. Um, even their batting lineup um, and their top-order bats have been dominating the competition at the moment. So it's great to see bat and ball doing well for them. Um, but yeah, facing... Facing Rash is definitely a challenge. Um, I've, I've done it a couple of times, and I dare say I do guess at times, um, especially you know, when it's a T20 format and I have to look like I'm scoring in front of Dizzy. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, usually I just get on the, on the knee and try and sweep both ways. But, yeah, I've, he's, he's hard work. He's a quality bowler. Um, and, you know, these guys play you know, T20 comps all around the world, um, so they're, they're great players.
0: Would he be as hard as anyone in the world to pick what he's bowling?
3: I think so, yeah. Yep. He's just so quick through the air. Yeah. His action's quick. You don't have a whole lot of time to you know, come out of your crease. It's a lot of pre-med, pre-meditation against him, and I guess that's why he's been so successful.
2: In terms of pace, is he 10%, 20% quicker than most leggies?
3: Oh, I think in the, in the 2020 comps, I think most of the spinners are quite quick. Yes. Um, it's just because he's a mystery spinner and he goes yep. both ways, and he's so yep. consistent where he lands the ball. Um, that just makes him so difficult to face.
0: The other good story, particularly for everyone here in Australia, is that England are sitting in tenth position, one win, five <laughs> losses. That has been arguably the, well, that has been the surprise and the disappointment of this World Cup so far for English fans. They, if they don't finish in the top eight, they won't make the Champions Trophy. Do you see them getting up above Netherlands or Bangladesh or even Sri Lanka potentially? Their last couple of games they have to play, these are the teams they've got. So they play Australia, Netherlands and Pakistan. They're going to need to win probably two of those three.
3: Yeah, it's it's a big one. Obviously, I had them in the top four before the, before the comp started. A lot of people did. Um, yeah, as a lot of people would have. You know, I played some cricket over in England this summer, so... It's a little bit nice to see them down the bottom after some of the <laughs> chat we we're getting during the Ashes and whatnot. Um, but I think, yeah, it's a tough one. I think Australia are going to have a tough competition against them this week, uh, this weekend. But I do see them probably getting one game. But yeah, it, they might finish in the bottom three.
2: India great. win it or Australia? Yeah, who's winning it? Drewy?
3: Drewy?
0: Oh, I'll say Australia. We'll go. We'll go with the Aussies. Huge
2: parochial. Yes, That's great. <laughs> Who yeah. do you think? I think India is almost a certainty to win it. All right. Um, Beaumont Tiles are giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game. It's worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in the chance to win Tees and C's and, uh, T's and C's apply. This is the Summer Edition of Sports ASA.
1: Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA.
2: Welcome back to Sports Day SA. Bonds and mens with you. Uh, Daniel Drew stayed in the studio just to uh, stay with us. Uh, We are here for... um, Well, you can be part of the show. And we haven't had a, te- a lot of texts in, but we need some more text. So text in on 0427 166 or give us a call 1300 736 That is the Just Quality Home Improvements open line. Um, we're just about to speak to an assistant coach with the Strikers. Nicole Bolton,
0: so let's see if they can go back-to-back this year on Bonds. They won it last year.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, All thanks to Australian Made. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and be sure it's Aussie. Uh, Welcome to Sports Day SA, Nicole Bolton. How are you?
4: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on.
2: Absolute pleasure. And uh, I just look, you've been here a little while now. First off the bat, I just want to ask you, how's Adelaide treating you?
4: Yeah, I love Adelaide. It's pretty similar to Perth, actually. So uh, I feel as I've settled in nicely. Um, traffic's pretty similar. So, yeah, it doesn't take me too long to get into Adelaide Oval. So I can't really complain. I've, I've definitely hit the ground running.
2: Beautiful.
0: Now, Nicole, I just want to ask you about the Strikers women's team. We mentioned that they won it last year. Um, you've had some really nice starts and some massive wins so far, sitting second on the table at 3-2. and two. Just talk about the opening five games and the consistency around that.
4: Yeah, I think we always knew it was going to be a bit of a tough opening to our campaign uh, with the girls having to play five games in eight days with a bit of a 10-day travel schedule. So I think it was important for us to to get some big wins on the board early, um, consolidate, you know, a place up the top and then and hopefully throughout the middle and, and the end we, um, you know, start to play some really good cricket. But, yeah, I think we've had a little bit of a change. Obviously, Darcy not coming in, um, you know, injuring herself in the West Indies Tour. So um, our bowlers are certainly, um, you know, taken up her overs and... and you know, players like Anithi is really um, taken our opportunity and being able to bowl some big overs for us. So I think, yeah, a lot of contributors so far and we've got another trip to Perth tomorrow. So, yeah, fingers crossed it goes well.
0: So speaking of that, it's uh, Brisbane Heat. The top of the table, 4-1, and one, made it look easy against them uh, in our game. 4-148 for 148 and bowled them out for 89. So things are going pretty well.
4: Yeah, it was a it was a bit of a weird match, to be honest. I think with, with the Heat starting so well, 4-0, and uh, we know pretty quickly that in this tournament it can change. So I sort of felt as though we got them at a good time. Um, they were due a loss, and, and to come over and play, play us on our home turf, um, you know, the girls actually play some really good cricket at Carr and Rolton. So I think we got them at a good time, and, and we obviously wanted to right the wrongs from our reduced game against the Hurricanes, so... Um the girls are pretty fired up. There's no love lost between the strikers and, and the Brisbane Hate. So it was good to to get one up at them. Um, I think, you know, they're gonna go pretty well this season. So for us to, to win as convincingly as we add it, I think it's a um, you know, a good showcase of where we're sitting.
0: And Bridget Patterson's inning. Seventy off just fifty three deliveries, seven boundaries and two sixes. You must be really pleased with her contribution so far.
4: Yeah, she's been awesome. I think, you know, a lot of people probably um, so you know, her not fielding now, taking up the gloves. Um, so she's got a little bit of a different role on the field, but probably more opportunity with the bat in that number four position. And um, she's really just continued on from the outstanding WNCL form, made a hundred in the in the last round before um, WBBL. So she's in really good form, and um, she's someone that's really dependable. And um, you know, her game was really well suited to the situation we were in, and and then being able to come home as strongly as we did. I think we made 95 in the last 10, and then a lot of that hard work goes to, to what Bridget did up front. So, yeah, she's, she's been huge so far.
2: The decision to put the gloves on Bridget was an interesting one for mine. It does such a good job as the boundary rider, her and Katie Mack, patrol that boundary so well. Um, has she enjoyed the switch in with uh, putting the gloves on?
4: Yeah, I think she has. Um I know she's done, you know, a little bit of it at Clubland and uh, I know Luke and, and the coaches are really keen to have a, a keeper a bat, about in the top six and, um, you know, a sort of a little opportunity created there by Bridger and she really jumped at it and I think for us um, to have someone that has that flexibility with within our unit um, is awesome and then um, bringing in someone like Danny Gibson who's an absolute star in the field sort of... Um, fitted that void left by Bridge. So, yeah, I think all in all, it's worked out pretty well. And in every game, you can sort of see with Bridge, she's getting more confident. Um, So, yeah, last game against the Heat, she had an outstanding uh, night out as well with the glove. So, yeah, I think she's she's in a good place.
2: Just wanted to ask you about one of our favourites, Gemma Barsby, uh, the skipper. She seems to be growing and growing in confidence with every game. And her captaincy, how do you think that's evolving as well?
4: Yeah, jen has been um, awesome. I think, you know, taking the reins um, for the Scorpions is a huge step forward in her leadership and um, she's really well supported by her leadership group, uh, particularly Bridget as well. So um, I think taking on that role now full-time, it's really sort of um, you know made her feel more confident, not just about any game, but how she leads the group and I think she's taken that into this campaign as well with the ball. She's gotten better and better every game and um, it's always something that's evolving the leadership, but I think coming out of WBBL and then heading back into Scorps, um, you know, I think she's really well placed to, to hopefully lead this team to another final series.
0: You mentioned the tight schedule so far, uh, Nicole, that the strikers the swimmers teams had. You take on the Sydney Sixers Friday at the Wacker and then Perth Scorchers on Sunday. So, again, it doesn't let up at all. Who, who do you think it suits more, the Wacker ground? Uh, You've got two neutral teams, the Strikers and the Sixers. Who's the ground going to suit?
4: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, look, I think probably both parties have played a hell of a lot of cricket at the Wacker at, at different times. Um, But, yeah, I think our group's really looking forward to being back out there. I know when we've travelled to the West, we've probably played more at Lilac Hill than the Wacker. So um, it uh, provides different nuances in terms of the pitch and the outfield. But, um, yeah, I think it's a fairly even contest. And, um, yeah, I think the the West crowd will uh, look forward to seeing a pretty good show on the Friday and the Sunday.
0: And so I've mentioned off the top, won it last year. So now effectively you're the hunter. You're the team that everyone wants to beat. How do you go about this year being able to then, uh, I guess, take on that pressure and go back to back?
4: Yeah, it's a, it's a really tough one because, um, you know, just with how the schedule is, it's never the same every year. And, and we know that sometimes, um, you know, players come in and out, injuries. But I think the great thing about this group is, uh, they've kept their core group together over the last couple of years, so there's a really strong consistency and, and game style, and, and I think on any, on any given day, it really stands up against some of the best teams. So, yeah, I think for us, we're just quietly going about our business. I mean, he's come out with a bang. Um, there's a lot of talk around how well Harris is going, but I think the great thing about the strikers is, is um, everyone shares the load and, and, and different players stand up at different times. So I think... Um, you know, that's a, that's a really good thing leading into the business end. And, and I think, um, you know, hopefully a couple of good performances in Perth will really sort of set up, um, you know, the back end of where we want to be.
0: Now, Nicole, on that. So, as a player, you don't want to get carried away at any stage. But after winning it last year and coming out, and in our first game, we take on the Melbourne Stars. We make three for one hundred and seventy-seven and bowl them out for twenty-nine. You must have been thinking, "Geez, this is easy. We're going. We're certainly going to go back to back here."
4: <laughs> it was the most bizarre game of cricket I reckon I've, I've witnessed. I wasn't quite sure what had happened because you sort of look at the Stars' lineup. Meg Lanning just has come off at making 50 against the Sixers. They beat the Sixers. Um, and then, yeah, we, we roll rolling for 29. I, I don't think you could have written the script better, to be honest, to start, start off our campaign. But um, I think that gave everyone a lot of confidence. I know heading in, without Darcy, there was a lot of chat around what's our bowling lineup going to look like, how are we going to combat some really powerful hitters. But I think... The girls just took it in their stride and really clear on their plans, and I think gave them a lot of confidence to know that if someone does go out, someone else will sort of pick up um, that slack, and um, everyone plays their role. Which, yeah, sort of came out on the night.
2: One more question before we let you go: All coaches have their (laughs) favourites. Who's your (laughs) favourite?
4: Oh, that's a yeah. No one's listening. Don't um, worry. That none of the players are tuning in.
2: It's uh, uh, yeah.
4: look, look. I, I'm I'm working quite closely with the spinners, so I don't have a, a single favourite. But um, all the spinners and the strikers, I've definitely yeah, I've got a soft spot for. Them. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed sort of being able to to lead that little part of um, our group, and and the girls are um, are awesome. I think. Um, is always a, a funny one and I, I guess I'm just really stoked for her that she's been able to sort of take that opportunity and run with it and um, yeah I think the competition's been better for having someone like Anisu um, show all her tricks um, and play a trade at this level
2: Nicole it's been great chatting with you hopefully we can chat to you again throughout the season Um And it's also fantastic having you here in Adelaide as part of the coaching panel at the SACA. So congratulations, firstly, on your role and um, keep the uh, girls rolling along beautifully, won't you?
4: Cheers. Thanks very much. We really appreciate you guys' support as well. So thank you.
2: Thanks, Nicole. Nicole Bolton, there, assistant coach with uh, the Strikers and with the Scorpions, and she was a marvelous cricketer, Nicole Bolton.
0: Yeah, and she's uh, in control of a, a very good team at the moment. They they are rolling. They're second on the table. They knocked off the top team on the weekend, so they they are in a really
2: strong position. Yeah, I think they'll they'll definitely play finals again, and let's they'll win it again. Just that simple. Exactly. It's time for our summer preview. Now, uh, all thanks to Tire Power. Holiday getaway sale—it's on now with huge value on selected Falcon passenger and SUV tire, tires. Now, men's—we've had a bit of a like. We knew this was coming. We got notified a little while ago that we're going to take over summer, which is great. Um, off the back we couldn't have done too much wrong last year. There was a couple of ordinary <laughs> parts, but I think it was, in general it was pretty good. No, we're in full time now, so we we, we get to. And you you had yeah you had footy commitments as well, which. Yeah, mean that you couldn't be here every day. So yes, we're here and we got some plans for the summer, don't we?
0: Yeah, no, we certainly do. We've got some segments for each day, which is really exciting, and uh, and we're going to roll with them and and hopefully get some feedback as well on uh, whether
2: they're very good or whether we need to tweak a few things. Correct. And yeah, they people can text in and oh uh, four two seven one five four one double six. If you don't like one of our new segments, you can let us know. If you do like it, you can be involved
0: we would love for you to get involved that would be terrific And we get we can get some people involved but let's start with our Monday night sponsor yes. so Monday night, we're going to do a Monday scoreboard effectively. We're going to wrap the weekend's results uh, and talk about uh, all the big results from the weekend across all the sports. We know that the summer edition has got a lot of sports from around the world. It's not just predominantly AFL. So I'm really looking forward to doing that and coming in on a Monday and talking about the big things that happened in whether it's cricket, the NBL, the NBA. There's so many different sports. Drew, you're making
2: 200 and then the NBL. Yeah, the. the- Sixes are going okay at the minute, so it's a great day to recap what's happened on the weekend, and and there's generally always a hot topic in there as well.
0: Yeah, there is, and so we'll touch on that. The other thing we're going to do is a little segment at the end, which is going to be a three-pronged segment, so we're going to have okay. our forgettable moment, if you don't know, now mm-hmm. you know, and it is what it is, so I'm going to give you an example for each one. So Okay. We're going to have our forgettable moment. So I'll have a moment or you'll have a moment that we'll talk about. And if it's a forgettable moment, we might, I don't want to do it in front of him here, but WA (laughs) got the better of South Australia and we might talk about the forgettable moment. We've forgotten about it already. (laughs) And we have forgotten about it. We'll move on to, if you don't know, now you know. Well, an example for this is India are as close as there is to a definite to win the World Cup that we've seen in a Mm. long time. Uh, if you don't know that, now you know. Now After you know. what they did against England in particular, when they look like they were absolutely gone, but they just found a way they they ended up bowling England out cheaply and did it too easily. And the last one is it is what it is. My example is Max Verstappen just wins. He just wins. He wins nearly every race. And so whenever you flick the F one on, it's on again this weekend. You go. It's amazing, oh, isn't it?
2: Well, who's going to win? Max Verstappen just wins. Max will win. Uh, it's yeah. Isn't that? It's a little disappointing. It is. When you're watching the sport, you want it to be competitive. Correct.
0: And with Drive right. to Survive, as good a documentary as it, yes. as it is, you would love it to be a bit closer. like that last race that went down head-to-head between Hamilton and Verstappen. That was all-time.
2: Yeah, and a couple of Aussies uh, got points as well. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday, we're going to stick with our true or false. We love true or false. We do love so true or stays. false.
0: So that will stay. And yes. uh, we can build through that one throughout the year. Hey, Wednesday, we're going to bring in wine back Wednesday. So we're right. going to talk about uh, something that's happened in the past. Yes. We're going to go back, we're going to wind back and have a look at potentially something that happened on this day a long time ago.
2: It could be that. It could be we might speak to a former player of some sport. Um, we could do anything. We'll just wind the clock back and speak to something or someone.
0: Potentially a movie of the week as well. So, yeah,
2: I like that idea too. Yeah, We might do a special movie preview suggestion. Netflix.
0: There's plenty of plenty of um, I guess streaming services out yes. there nowadays. So may or may not be sport. It, exactly a documentary. Uh, Could a be do, a doco. We do love our sports docos, so we'll definitely have a couple of them in there. Hey, on Thursdays mm-hmm. we're going to do some power rankings. Now I'm really excited about this because we're going to bring Australian sports power rankings to the program. We're going to talk about or have in there the BBL teams, the A League, the NBL teams. How's the 36ers sitting currently? Are they in the power rankings? Are they in the top? Top five power rankings at the moment.
2: So when you've done power rankings last year, it was about the AFL power rankings, the sample power rankings. Yes. So you are going to combine all sports into a mega power ranking. Oh, I
0: am. I'm going to com- Men's
2: mega power ranking. I'm
0: going to compare <laughs> how the 36ers are going in comparison to the strikers and see like where this. they fit on the scale of the power rankings. Are they as good as the Perth Glory, for example? Or yes. maybe it's Melbourne City, who we know what a juggernaut they are. They might be the number one. So that is going to be our power rankings. Adelaide United. At the moment, quietly. yes. They, they would be very high, as would Melbourne United. They're looking very good in the NBL. Yes. 36 is going okay, but they might not be in the top end of the power rankings just yet.
2: Okay, that's that's really, and then that gives you, the listener, the opp- opportunity to text in. and If I've missed one, certainly let us And have a crack know. at men's for his... Power rankings, who you've missed out, who we can add in. It's very exciting. Whether you agree with him.
0: It's very exciting, as will be Fridays. I'm really looking forward to Fridays. We've got our sports calendar. We're going to bring you a TV guide of the events that's going to happen over the weekend that you must tune into. Yes. Now, I I always thought about this growing up. I mean, technology has evolved big time, but I always thought, geez, what are the three or four events or sporting events I've got to watch this weekend? Um, Is it... Liverpool take on Man City in the Premier League, or is it the F1 on, or is it as simple as, all right, well, we know that Australia has a big game in the World Cup coming up. We're going to let you know what is happening.
2: Yeah, and when it's on and how you can listen and how you can tune in. Um, We might include radio on that as well. Yes. Because there's some NBL games coming up on SEN, just quietly. Yes,
0: we certainly will. The other couple of things on Fridays will be the weekend headline. So we're going to both pick, and I'm going to ask you, your certainty for the weekend, your Mm -hmm. upset for the weekend, and your prediction for the weekend. So we'll bring that to you on the last all one. All on Fridays. All on Fridays. The last one on Fridays is, have you been paying attention? Our producer, Sammy Fantasia, is going to fire a quiz at us, see if we've been paying
2: attention. I'm really looking forward to this. And Sam, um, he looks elated at the moment, <laughs> just looking at well, his face. He, he's, look, not, he's not here next week, so we've, had, we've planned it and he's not here. He's so al- it's got to wait till the week after.
0: He's elated because we've given him the keys and said it can be your theme. You can pick whatever theme you want to go with.
2: Yes, so he's going to put us to the test. He's going to ask us some questions late on a Friday, when our brains are a bit mashed, and we should we should have like a um. speaking just off the top of my head here. We should have like an award or a trophy at the end of it. I so like it. Whoever have wins, have a leaderboard. I like it. Whoever wins, yes, then has to shout the other two dinner. Oh look, we've, Sam's just got a trophy. <laughs> 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 so and Sammy Fantasia will be in here on well, Fridays we will
0: be in the studios in across the road as well yes. with some video as oh, well okay, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we might actually be able to bring that to you on the socials as well so that's what we are looking forward to this summer plenty happening across the world of sports uh, just a quick update uh, South Africa taking on New Zealand tonight yes. starting in about 10 minutes time New Zealand won the toss and chose to bowl first so they put South Africa in. We'll see how many Quinton de Kock makes, but they want to chase, which would yeah. be a great. Well, it should be a great game to them.
2: Yeah, with the Drew, the Jew, not the Drew. He's still in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in here. Yeah. The Jew coming in. It's a bit harder to keep hold of the ball in the in the wet. It is. And, uh, yeah. So good toss to win.
0: Yeah, very good toss to win. A very big game for New Zealand and South Africa. Hey, before we go tonight. We haven't been here for the winter. Obviously, Malcolm no. White and David Woodie done a terrific job. Amazing,
2: as always.
0: Uh, I'd love to know, in the last six months, Bonds, what's been uh, a sporting experience event
2: moment that's been memorable for you that you'd love to have a it's chat about? It's been a lot. Um, a couple of things. Firstly, speaking of the great man, Wilds, uh, I got to call the Sample Grand Final with Wilds, and it was his 36th yes. Grand Final in a row. Incredible. And then he told me he actually played in three of the three of the four prior to that. Yeah, yeah. So, he, <laughs> so he's, he's been 40. involved in in thirty nine of the last forty wow. grand finals, something like that. But it was a great experience to uh, call the sample grand final uh, with him, and and I was pretty happy for Glennell to win it. And, yeah. And um, best team all year. Most complete team across the park And because I got a bit of connection with Darren Reeves. Well, I loved Uh, the Darren Reeves story. Reeves got that as well. My biggest experience over the winter, though, was I got to call some more AFL footy, which was great. But I got to call the Port Collingwood game here at Adelaide Oval, which was an absolute cracking game of footy. It's the best game of footy I've called. um, I walked away. I couldn't sleep. It (laughs) it was just... I I was on a high for a few days. You know,
0: that just... Popped it made the thought pop into my mind that reminded me of, and it would have been not dissimilar to when we were at the Adelaide Oval last summer when mm. Matt Short made the 100, yes, and won the game. We all walked out of there and just were like, What have we just witnessed? How do they win that? Correct. So it would have been very similar, which is special. That's a
1: what great about yourself? Experience.
0: Um, yeah, I've got a couple similar called a game, Gather Around with Yourself as well, which was yeah, that was good fun outstanding. too. Outstanding love, Gather Around here in Adelaide, it was great for the city that obviously a lot of money that's come into the town, which is great, and it's going to be here for a few years. But the other thing that I wanted to mention, we haven't forgot about it, but with the cricket on at the moment, the Ashes, how good were the Ashes in England? Uh, Australia and England 2-2, it was in the men's Ashes. But the other one that I actually found enthralling was the women's test match as well. So Australia won that game. They made 473. England came out and made 463. We made 257, bowled them out for 178. So... It was a five-day test match. They don't play 5 days It test was the match.
2: first five-day test match. Yeah,
0: so plan, yeah. the women's, but also, as I said, the men's test, uh, that ran from, effectively, from 16th of June to the start of August. So a month and a half during the footy season. Some late nights in there, but yeah, uh, I love the Ashes.
2: Hey, Drewy, I want to ask you a question. we got you in here. Um, are you a cricket nuffy? Like, do you just love the game of cricket? Do you watch as much cricket as you can? Or um, not. Like well, it's okay not yeah, to be. I'd but...
3: say I'm on the other end I reckon. Okay. Um, so you most... didn't get up and watch the ashes or you did? No, nah, I I do like watching it. I like I like background you know, watching yeah. in the background, having yeah. that on and just, you know, sort of zoning out a bit, but um, you know, if if I was to say enough in the squad I would be probably at the other end compared okay. to a oh, I'll probably stitch him up, but maybe like a Henry Hunt or a Nathan McSweeney, they're probably at that top-end that doesn't surprise me yeah. at all um,
2: yeah. they would live and eat it's cricket
0: Not. Dis- it's not uncommon in no, not for uh, players or sporting uh, stars at the top of their sport to not necessarily watch or love watching their sport I know that at, at Geelong a lot of the guys would never watch footy but they'd mm. watch NFL they'd watch cricket they'd watch basketball something completely different because they love the professionalism of it and the standard of it but they were so much in the footy bubble which is obviously not dissimilar to cricket that they'd almost Want that release. well it's
2: the job isn't it yeah so no one wants to work at their job 24 hours yep. a day question on that drewy
0: as well while we still got you um do you how much vision do you watch like in footy we'd call it edits and you go through all your edits of all your own individual uh moments in the game do you watch every single ball you face um uh, not every single ball um you know our batting coach
3: Stephen stubbins, stubbins does a lot of work um and analysis and you know sends us feedback and whatnot. Um, it's more for preview to the game. We, you know, we assess the bowlers that we're going to bowl, you know, where we think they're going to bowl to us, um, cover that. And then I guess for after the games, yeah, we, I do watch a little bit of my own stuff, but um, it's not not as much as footy, I don't think. Um, I try and go on feeling how I felt out there and how I reacted as more than watching it because um, sometimes you can just you know look at things and be a little off and then you think yeah. you're in the wrong spot yeah. sort of thing. Um, it's a very technical game, so I try to keep it quite simple.
0: Yeah, no, it's good great. call. Yeah, it's definitely, it's more technical than footy in that aspect. And I guess you can watch your running patterns a little bit more in footy that you'd maybe change. But yeah, very interesting, isn't it, boys? It is. It's great to have
2: you around here, Drewy, And thanks for, for coming in the studio and having a little bit of a chat with us as well. We really appreciate it. And uh, good luck in your blossoming cricket career and also your media career maybe after that uh, should be good hey men's it's been great to be back it has
0: been great to be back Bonds Uh, feels like we haven't left it does Um, but no, it's been good New Zealand or South Africa who wins tonight
2: Uh, New Zealand
0: I'm going South Africa I think they look very
2: good alright we'll see you tomorrow everyone thanks Sammy love your work (laughs) bye everyone see you tomorrow night
1: didn't just make an eight seat family car they made a grand utility vehicle Kia Carnival GUV Australian owned and supporting communities the arts and you Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter